Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. Problems knock at every door They even have the nerve to call on me Think about it Satan with his bag of tricks Keeps on trying to put the shuck on me Sometimes I have to laugh at him Thank God I'm gaining knowledge of the word I've discovered he's all mouth A lying, cheating, thieving, dirty bird I'm living in the presence of Jesus Living in the presence of my King and the Lord of all Living in the presence of Jesus The Redeemer and the Savior who redeemed me from the fall Satan like a roaring lion Walking round looking for a subject to devour But I'm living in the presence of Jesus Living in the Word and I'm full of faith and power The world can offer flashy deals And sometimes recognition looks so fine The titles only go so far and I found out a dime ain't worth the dime Satan's got one main ambition trying every way to cut me down But in Christ I am a winner And I don't have to get down with that clown I'm living in the presence of Jesus Living in the presence of my King and the Lord of all Living in the presence of Jesus the Redeemer and the Savior who redeemed me from the fall. Satan like a roaring lion 
in the presence of Jesus. Did you know that a believer has the authority and the privilege of reigning in life? I said reigning in life through the abundance of grace. <laughs> First Corinthians 15 and 10, uh, Paul is speaking here. He explains his position in his letter to the Corinthians. He told the Corinthians that he was the least of the apostles because he had persecuted the church and he knew that he couldn't boast in himself, but neither did he have anything of which to be ashamed. And he said, by the grace of God, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace, which was bestowed upon me, was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God, which was with me. So he's talking about the grace of God that was put in him, that was given him at his conversion. Sometimes, you know, we seem to think that everything depends entirely upon us and what we can do. And sometimes as a result, we become frustrated and disappointed with our lives and the way we're living. But if Paul had considered his past, he would have been discouraged. But he was able to say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. We also want to look at Romans 5 and 17, speaking of gr the grace of God, the abundance of grace. Romans 5 and 17, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness, shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. The word grace appears about 40 times in the Old Testament and about 150 times in the New. Grace is undeserved favor, unmerited favor, but it's the foundation of the Christian life. Paul was always saying uh, greetings like this, Grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Many times he closed his letters by uh, saying this in his writings, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Paul knew that believers needed the grace of God, needed to be conscious of it, to live out the gospel in their daily lives. Talking about the grace of God, the abundance of grace that is ours. God, through Moses, brought deliverance to his people. The Lord Jesus Christ came to earth, offered himself as our sacrificial lamb. It was at the cross, the shedding of the blood of the spotless lamb of God, where the grace of God was offered not to one man, not to one nation, but to all who would receive him. Let's read from Romans 5 and 15. But God's free gift is not at all to be compared to the trespass. His grace is out of all proportion to the fall of man. For if many died through one man's falling away, his lapse, his offense, much more profusely did God's grace and the free gift that comes through the undeserved favor of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound and overflow to and for the benefit of many. Isn't that good? The Bible teaches us that all men died spiritually when Adam sinned. God, through Jesus Christ, brings life to all who will receive the Lord Jesus. 
His grace is out of all proportion to the fall of man. In other words, there's grace upon grace. Remember that Romans 5, 17, For by one man's offense death reign by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Through the grace of God we have received the Spirit of Christ. We are no longer dead in trespasses and sins. We have received an abundance of grace, and we're living in the presence of Jesus, living in the presence of our King and our Lord of all. Titus 2, verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. We're talking about grace today. Reigning in life as a king through the abundance of grace that's been given us. The prophet Jeremiah foretold the restoration of God's people. He could see the church of Jesus Christ through the eyes of faith. Jeremiah 24, verses 6 and 7. For I will set mine eyes upon them for good, and I will bring them again to this land, and I will build them and not pull them down, and I will plant them and not pluck them up. And I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord, they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return unto me with their whole heart. God has looked upon his church, and we have found grace in his sight. The prophet Isaiah also saw the glory of the church. He speaks about it in Isaiah 59. As for me, this is my covenant with them, saith the Lord, my spirit that is upon thee, and my words which I put in thy mouth shall not depart out of thy mouth, nor out of the mouth of thy seed, nor out of the mouth of thy seed's seed, saith the Lord from henceforth and forever. What a tremendous promise to receive that we have received, but to take today and to confess that over even our very lives today, that our, that our seed are serving the Lord, and the word will not depart out of our mouth, nor out of the mouth of our seed, nor our seed's seed forever. Arise, shine, for thy light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon thee, Isaiah 60. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness shall uh, cover the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Isaiah prophesied that there would come forth a stem of Jesse, and the Spirit of the Lord would rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, uh, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. Isaiah said that Jesus, this stem of Jesse, would not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. Isaiah 11, 1 through 4, we can read about that. God sent Jesus into the world that we might be like Jesus. He is our perfect example. He dwelt among us that we might know him. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. That's in John chapter 1. Which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. And of his fullness have we all received grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. By the grace of God that came through Jesus Christ, we have the power to become the sons of God. We can be led by the Spirit of God. We can have the Spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, the fear of the Lord. We do not have to judge after what our eyes see or our ears hear. Our direction comes from within us through the Spirit of God who resides in our spirit. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, 
even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, reigning in life as a king through the abundance of grace through Jesus Christ. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment and let me know. One way is through a quick email. Click on Contact Us when you visit our website, diministries.org. While there, you can check out the various ministry products that I talk about each day. Here's my announcer to tell you more. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let's go.